the Lord's house to worship him and, as always, to receive the gifts that he has planned for us today in word and sacrament. Let's stand this morning and greet each other in the name of the Lord. Members, if you see somebody that you don't recognize, perhaps, please go say hi and welcome them today. Good morning. Welcome to Trinity Lutheran Church in Freistadt, Missouri. I am Carol Kleibaker, your announcer for the 20th Sunday after Pentecost and this special LWML Sunday. Excuse my voice. The Reverend Jake Sletton will deliver today's Uh, message. Assisting in the worship service is the Uh, organist, Mrs. Susan Sinegar, and the acolytes are Jordan Kleibaker and Gabby James. Today's order of the service is at uh, www.trinitypricetet.com. This uh, broadcast is sponsored by the Dorcas uh, Ladies Aid in celebration of LWML Sunday and dedicated uh, to the glory of God. Church, May God bless church. us as we worship church. together. Our opening hymn today is How Firm a Foundation, found on page 728 of the Lutheran Service Book. We will sing verses 1 and 3. Again, How Firm a Foundation, found on page 728, verses 1 and 3. But as I was saying, today is LWML Sunday in which we take the opportunity today to recognize our Lutheran Women's Missionary League, not just the uh, Ladies' Aid group that we have here, but the Missionary League throughout the entire world. And so we are thankful for them and for their ministry. And so you will notice that as a theme as we go throughout our service here this morning. Parish callers are in your mailbox this, this week uh, because of the special bulletin that we are using, so please check your mailbox. Uh, we do not yet know the funeral arrangements for Nancy McRoberts, but as soon as we know what those are, we will inform you uh, as we know the date, as soon as, as we know the date and the time. Uh, unfortunately, I received a phone call this morning that Jeannie Stoltz has passed away, um, and I do not yet know the the funeral arrangements for her, 
But again, as soon as we know what those are, uh, we will uh, be sure to announce those. Please keep both of those families in your prayers. Today also we are going to be beginning our uh, small group Bible study sign-ups. I am going to set up after church today. I'm going to set up a couple of tables right here, and there will be sign-up sheets of about five or six groups uh, of leaders in our church that have volunteered to lead a small group Bible study. And you might ask, well, what are they? All that they are is just an opportunity for you as God's people to get into God's Word. Um, There are several different topics uh, that you can sign up for, Uh, so please look for those after church uh, in the tables that will be set up here um, at that that time. And I think I got all of the announcements. Let's begin our worship today with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. Lord, certainly this is the day that you have made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. We thank you, Lord, for the gift of your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ. Lord, it is in his name that we are gathered here this morning. Lord, we know that in all things that you go before us, that your presence is with us. And Lord, that you will never leave us or forsake us. And so, Lord, we pray for our worship here this morning. We pray, Lord, that you would give us a zeal for your house of worship. And Lord, truly better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. We sing our opening hymn, How Firm a Foundation, hymn number 728, verses 1 through 3. Please stand. We make our beginning this morning in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our help is in the name of the Lord. 
If you, O Lord, kept a record of sins, O Lord, who could stand? Since we are gathered to hear God's word, call upon him in prayer and praise, and receive the very body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ in the fellowship of this altar. Let us first consider our unworthiness and confess before God and one, and one another that we have sinned in thought, word, and deed, and that we cannot free ourselves from our sinful condition. Together as his people, let us take refuge in the infinite mercy of God, our Heavenly Father, seeking his grace for the sake of Christ, and saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. Almighty God, God, have mercy mercy upon us, us. forgive us our sins, and lead us to everlasting life. Amen. Almighty God, in his mercy, has given his Son to die for you, and for his sake he forgives you all of your sins. So then, in the stead and by the command of our Lord Jesus Christ, I therefore forgive you all of your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. You keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you, because he trusts in you. For God alone my soul waits in silence. From him comes my salvation. I shall not be greatly shaken. Fear not, nor be afraid. Have I not told you from of old and declared it? And you are my witnesses. Is there a God besides me? There is no rock. I know not any. In my distress, I called upon the Lord. To my God, I cried for help. From his temple, he heard my voice, and my cry to him reached his ears. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my rock, in whom I take refuge. My shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. O my strength, I will watch for you. For you, O God, are my fortress. Strength, I will sing praises to you. For you, O God, are my fortress, the God who shows me steadfast love. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the peace from above and for our salvation, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the peace of the whole world, for the well-being of the church of God, and for the unity of all, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For this holy house and for all who offer here their worship and praise, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Help, save, comfort, and defend us, gracious Lord.
The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. Almighty God, our sure hope and salvation, grant us rest in your love and grace. You are our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Teach us by your Spirit to trust in you alone and not to make flesh our and not to make flesh our strength, that we may look to you alone for our salvation. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Old Testament lesson is from Daniel 6, verses 12 to 27. Then they came near and said before the king, concerning the injunction, O king, did you not sign an injunction that anyone who makes petition to any god or man within thirty days except to you, O king, shall be cast into the den of lions? And the king answered and said, The thing stands fast, according to the law of the Medes and Persians, which cannot be revoked. Then they answered and said before the king, Daniel, who is one of the exiles from Judah, pays no attention to you, O king, or the injunction you have signed, but makes his petition three times a day. Then the king, when he heard these words, was much distressed and set his mind to deliver Daniel, and he labored till the sun went down to rescue him. Then these men came by agreement to the king and said to the king, Know, O king, that it is a law of the Medes and Persians that no injunction or ordinance that the king establishes can be changed. Then the king commanded, and Daniel was brought and cast into the den of lions. The king declared to Daniel, May your God, whom you serve continually, deliver you. And a stone was brought and laid on the mouth of the den, and the king sealed it with his own signet, and with the signet of his lords, that nothing might be changed from Daniel, concerning Daniel. Then the king went to his palace and spent the night fasting. No diversions were brought to him, and sleep fed from him. Then at break of day, the king arose and went to haste to the den of lions. As he came near to the den where Daniel was, he cried out in a tone of anguish. The king declared to Daniel, O Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God, whom you serve continually, been able to deliver you from the lions? Then Daniel said to the king, O king, live forever. My God sent his angel and shut the lions' mouths, and they have not harmed me, because I was found blameless before him, and also before you, O king, I have done no harm." Then the king was exceedingly glad and commanded that Daniel be taken up out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den, and no kind of harm was found found on him, because he had trusted in his God. And the king commanded, and those men who had maliciously accused Daniel were brought and cast into the den of lions, they, their children, and their wives. And before they reached the bottom of the den... The lions overpowered them and broke all their bones in pieces. Then King Darius wrote to all the peoples, nations, and languages that dwell in all the earth, Peace be multiplied to you. I make a decree 
that in all my royal dominion people are to tremble and fear before the God of Daniel. This is the word of our Lord. very much, Sunshine Choir, for sharing your talents with us this morning. It's now time for all the young disciples who are here today to come forward for the children's message that are not already up here. Now is a good time to bring up your offering, your Mighty Mites, as well. Next, we will have the children's sermon by John Clybaker. There you go. Now, can you all hear me too? All right. Very good. Again, good morning, everybody. 
How are you? Good, good. Hey, thank you, choir. That sounded wonderful. You all did a good job on that. Very, very good. Um, before we get started, Jordan and Gabby, Sadie, I'm looking at the three of you. I'm going to need a little help from you in just a few minutes, okay? So if you can, you may want to wiggle your way down and around over kind of by the piano or something and be ready to help me, all right? Well, this morning is Lutheran Women's Missionary League Sunday. Have you all ever heard of the Lutheran Women's Missionary League? Yeah, some of you have. Some of you have. Very good. Well, we've got a group here at our church that's part of that, and they call themselves the Ladies' Aid. And I want you to look right over here on this wall. I thought that was really neat to see that this morning. Do you see the big golden cross, the banner with the big golden cross? The Dorcas Ladies' Aid group here at Trinity Lutheran Church at Freistat, Missouri, celebrated 90 years of, organize, of organized mission work back in 2011, it says. Were any of you around in 1921 when they got started? Some of the fibbers are, yeah. Well, I wasn't either. But that, in fact, I'm not sure there were any people here who probably were, but that tells you the ladies of our church have been working on mission work for a long, long time. Probably some of our grandmas, our great-grandmas, even some of our great-great-grandmothers, aunts, and so forth, were part of that. So, what do the Lutheran Women's Missionary League ladies do? Yes, Bradley, do you know? No. Well, let's talk about it. They do a lot of cool stuff. Um, Sadie, come help me. Now, those of you that are members of Lutheran Women's Missionary League and the Ladies' Aid, if I've got any of this wrong, please correct me after church and we'll recover it next month when I do the children's message, okay? Would you hold this up for me? These are just some of the things that I've observed during my years watching these ladies that they do. Hold that up so that the young people can see it and that the, the ladies and, and all the men in the congregation can see. They make quilts. They do things for folks that have needs in our area, in our community. Babies need blankets when they're born. Sometimes people don't have things to keep warm, and we're heading into that season of the year, or that time of the year when it starts getting cold, right? And so they make beautiful quilts. Look at this one. Oh, my goodness. It must have come from my house. It has Kansas City Chiefs, Kansas City Royals, lots of things that are kind of things we like at home. All right. Jordan, would you come and help me next? Can you hold that up for everybody to see? What is that? A can of food, right? Now, there's a number of groups in our church that work on that. You can turn around and show everybody else too, Jordan. They help folks that are hungry, right? And sometimes we need to help people fill their belly so that they feel better about getting their spirits filled too. And so taking in canned goods and helping folks that need things like food and warm blankets and so forth, that's a big part of what they do. All right, Gabby, you kind of have a big job here. I want you to hold this up for me so that everybody can see. You're going to hear a lot of talk about mites, gathering in mites. Have you ever heard of a mite before? What is that, Cordell? 
type of currency? It is, right. It's a type of currency. We don't use those here in the United States. It's less in value than a penny. I'm going to turn open a book that we all like to read from. It's called The Bible. That's something that our group here at Trinity Lutheran Church, the Dorcas Ladies Aid, has done over the years, has given people Bibles. That's always a nice thing. I want to read to you from Luke chapter 21, verses 1 through 4. A widow, a lady who didn't have a husband anymore. He probably died, and so she was all by herself, and she was a poor lady. Let's read about her. It says, And Jesus looked up and saw the rich people putting their gifts into the treasury at church, and he saw also a certain poor widow putting in two mites. Now, two mites were worth less than one penny. And so he said, Truly I say to you that this poor widow has put in more than everybody else, even though everybody else put in a lot more money. For all of those did so, they gave money out of all of their abundance to, put off, to give offerings to God, but she, out of her poverty, put in all that she had. Jesus liked her gift. She gave all that she had. And so in that spirit, the Lutheran Women's Missionary League started gathering mites. And I read about this, the history of how that got started came from those verses, and their mites they gathered into mite boxes. Hold that up again over here, Gabby, where everybody can see. This has to be the largest mite box I've ever seen in my life. Ladies, I don't know how long it takes to fill that with pennies or something, but it takes a while, doesn't it? Those mites then are used for mission work all around the world, wherever Jesus needs to be talked about and God's Word shared. And so we've got several cool things for you this morning. Gabby, would you open that up? And I want you to come and stand right over here, all right? Open that box up. Um, Sadie, Jordan, I've got jobs for you, too. Um, and Miss Doris, where are you at? We're going to ask you for some help. Miss Doris is the president of our Lutheran Women's Missionary League and Dorcas Ladies' Aid here at Trinity Lutheran Church. One of you all hold that. They've got some special gifts for you this morning. Jordan, you take that. There's a pencil for each one of you so that you can write things down at school or at home or whatever you need to use a pencil for to remind you about the good work that the Lutheran Women's Missionary League does. There's also a mite box, and Doris, I'm going to ask you to help make sure that everybody gets one of those. As you go back to your seat, each of you gets a mite box. And what I'd like for you to do with that, and what the ladies have asked for you to do too, put that somewhere special at home where you see it every day. And maybe after you've gone to town and you've got a little extra change, or if mom and dad have a little extra change they can share with you, you can put those in that mite box. And then that can become your offering box that you save for Sundays or other special things that you want to give offering for. And now, we said mites were worth less than a penny, right? Go ahead and open that up, Jordan. Um, I hope that there's enough. There may not be. But there's at least a penny for each of you to help get your mites box started, okay? It's not a lot. But every penny adds up, and the next thing you know, millions of dollars are gathered by folks just like you to help share God's Word everywhere. 
So, before you go back to your seats, let's say a special word of prayer, and then everybody get a pencil, a mite box, and a penny. Jordan, why don't you go stand right next to Miss Meyer so that they can take that right after they get their box. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for giving us such a good example in the poor lady at the synagogue that Jesus saw that day, and especially that you saw to it to put it in the Bible at least twice. We know we can read about it in Luke and also in the book of Mark about how important it is to give to your work. We pray that you would bless us all with that ability and you'd bless us all with the power of the Holy Spirit that would give us, or give us the ability to feel like we want to give to your work. Bless and be with the ladies of our congregation and all of the women around the world that are working so hard to help provide for the needs of people in, our, in their communities and all around the world so that they can learn about you and most importantly, the fact that you are our risen Savior. Help and be with us all today, and let us be good missionaries also. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right. Pencils from Sadie, mic boxes from Gabby and Miss Doris, and pennies from Jordan. And everybody have a great Sunday. The epistle reading for today is taken from Ephesians 6, verses 10 to 17. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand firm. Stand, therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and as shoes for your feet, 
having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 11th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. At that time, Jesus declared, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and understanding and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, And no one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. This is the Gospel of our Lord. Thanks be to God. We continue by reciting the words of our Christian faith together using the Apostles' Creed as is found printed in the back cover of your hymnal. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended to heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. As a congregational body, we will say together the LWML Pledge. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. In fervent gratitude for the Savior's dying love and his blood-brought gift of redemption, we dedicate ourselves to him with all that we are and have. God has entrusted to his people the task of teaching all nations. We thank him for the 76 years he has blessed the work of the Lutheran Women's Missionary League. And in obedience to his call for workers in the harvest fields, we pledge him our willing service wherever and whenever he has need of us. That the joyous truth of the gospel may be made known in every generation. We consecrate to our Savior our hands to work for him, our feet to go on his errands, 
our voice to sing his praises, our lips to proclaim his redeeming love, our silver and our gold to extend his kingdom, and our will to do his will and every power of our life. We are mindful of the shortness of time and uncertainties of life. Preserve our faithfulness and strengthen us for a service in our communities and throughout the world. To the great task of bringing the lost and the erring into eternal fellowship with him. Amen. Sing our next hymn, My Hope is Built on Nothing Less, number 575 in your hymnal. Again, that hymn is My Hope is Built on Nothing Less, page 575 of the Lutheran Service Book. You all pray with me, please. Dear Lord, may the meditations of our hearts and the words of my mouth be pleasing in your sight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace be yours this morning from God our Father and through the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. This morning's sermon was a sermon that has been written by President Hennings of the Texas District. And he wrote this sermon on the occasion of today, LWML Sunday. 
Social media has brought more information to our electronic devices than ever before. And this media gives us instant news with live interviews of people experiencing different situations in their lives. Some of this has been a blessing to people in need. Rescuers bringing assistance to people in times of crisis like a hurricane can call, receive texts, emails, and messages from people who need help. First responders can pinpoint where these people are and where the nearest rescue team is to bring them help and assistance. But social media has, for many, raised a level of fear and uncertainty about their safety and even their future. Church and school shootings, terrorist acts, and threatening Facebook postings are just a few things that have robbed many of any sense of security or peace. Instead of the world moving closer and closer to peace and love, the world is moving closer and closer to destruction. Hatred and division are on the rise, while love and peace seem to be losing. Where does a person go for peace and security in an uncertain world like ours? Hiding will certainly not help. We are all brought face to face with the reality of insecurity. Now, King David was familiar with the insecurity of his world. David wrote in Psalm 62, sharing his own uncertainty and where he found peace and rest. He was under a serious attack from an enemy or enemies who wanted to overthrow him as king. There are hints in Psalm 62 that David is an older man when he wrote this psalm. He uses this phrase, like a leaning wall, a tottering fence, to describe himself. One does not build a wall to be leaning or a fence to be tottering, but after time this could happen to a wall or a fence. Some scholars believe that this psalm might be a reference to the revolt by Absalom, David's son, when David was an older man. You might remember that Absalom would rise up early in the morning and stand by the city gate engaging people and telling them how their lives would be better if he were king. This is David's son. The Bible tells us that Absalom stole the hearts of the men of Israel. After doing this for four years, he gathered his supporters at Hebron, and he declared himself to be king. When this news came to King David, he had to flee Jerusalem quickly, and if it weren't for God's Spirit moving Absalom to believe bad advice, and thereby not immediately pursuing King David, David might not have survived the attack. Certainly, David was in a very precarious situation. Whatever situation David was in when he writes this psalm, he shares with us his strong response to threat and uncertainty. The psalm proclaims David's strong faith, and it proclaims where we find rest and peace when we are confronted with the threats and uncertainties in our own world. Rest and peace are found in God alone. He is the rock, 
fortress and salvation that we need. Psalm 62 is different from most psalms. The psalms usually describe the bad situation that the writer is experiencing and the prayers or petitions asking God for help. Psalm 62 does not include a prayer or petition, but rather makes a, makes a strong statement of faith and confidence while alluding to a challenging situation. Psalm 23 is another example of a psalm without any request of God. Psalm 23 declares God to be our good shepherd. And though there might be challenges even to the point of death, God is present through all of the challenges as the good shepherd. Psalm 62 declares God to be our rock and our salvation, the one who gives us rest and quiets our souls. Whenever we come across such psalms, we should take a closer look at them because they are psalms that declare the greatness of God and therefore encouragement for living. David serves as a witness to God's grace and rescue. He is calling out from history that we too have a good shepherd. We too can trust God as our rock and our salvation. David does not use the usual Hebrew word for rest here, which means a physical and emotional rest. David actually uses a less known Hebrew word that is translated as silent or silence. This Hebrew word goes beyond physical and emotional rest. It invites us to stand in the presence of Almighty God, not saying anything and not bringing anything but in silence, receiving the peace that God, our rock, and our salvation give us, no matter what is happening around us. David recognizes in the the first part of this psalm that his challenges come from people who use lies and falsehood to bring him down from his place of honor. He describes their actions as outwardly blessing David with their mouth, but inwardly cursing him. And wanting him defeated. At this point, David inserts at this place in the psalm the word salah. It is thought to be a notation for the singers, musicians, or the reader to pause and calmly think about what has been said. Up to this point, David has declared that his soul waits in silence on God alone. God is his rock and salvation, he will not be greatly shaken. He follows this strong statement of faith with verses 3 and 4 describing the actions of those who want to defeat him. As we ponder what David has written, words of Jesus might come into mind when he said in John chapter 8 that the devil is the father of all lies. This salah, time, helps us move from the physical to the spiritual. The devil desires us to fall down from our place of honor as God's own children. He will challenge us to doubt God's forgiveness and love for us. We are in a spiritual battle against a mighty foe, but because of who God is and his commitment to us, we stay with David, for God alone my soul waits in silence. From him comes my salvation. He is my rock and salvation, my fortress 
I shall not be greatly shaken. Our arch enemy would like for us to prove to God that we really deserve his love and forgiveness because of what we've done. There is no rest in this approach to God. We are constantly wondering whether we have done enough. Instead, God invites us into his presence to stand in silence and receive from him his love based on his actions based on his actions. There is one more Salah in Psalm 62. It comes at the end of verse 8, after David speaks to his soul, telling it to wait in silence for God alone. He repeats much of what he said in verses 1 and 2, but this time adds a dimension of honor and glory that are his, only because God is his rock and salvation. Then David focuses on us when he says, Trust in him at all times, O people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us, Salah. In a turbulent and frightening world, this is the gift that we've been given. Listen to the Apostle Paul as he describes the harrowing journey of God's people through the wilderness. For I do not want you to be unaware, he says, that our fathers were all under the cloud, And all passed through the sea, and all were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea, and all ate the same spiritual food, and all drank the same spiritual drink, for they drank from the spiritual rock that followed them. And what was the spiritual rock that followed them and sustained them through the flood and heat and scarcity and fear? Paul says this, And the rock was Christ. You have read and heard about many heroic rescues during the flooding of Hurricane Harvey. And you've seen those stirring photos and have been moved by the accounts of self-sacrifice. But there was a much greater storm than Harvey. The storm of sin and death engulfed humanity. All of us were left helplessly by the floodwaters of our own fallenness. And that is where the greatest rescue in the history of the world unfolded. Jesus, as our rock and our salvation, came and bore our sins and just punishment on himself. He is the one who was promised to Adam and to Eve. The one who died and rose from the dead to give us great confidence and assurance, no matter who attacks us, Or what is around us? What is happening around us? In Jesus, we stand before the Father with our soul silent, receiving life abundantly and salvation from Him. Many congregations in the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, are celebrating and thanking God for the ministry of the Lutheran Women's Missionary League. For 76 years, the LWML has been supporting mission work nationally and abroad. The women truly are Lutheran women in mission, and they are also women of encouragement. The LWML hasn't just been collecting pennies, nickels, dimes, and quarters in their mite boxes. They have also been encouraging women and men in their faith walk to find true rest in God alone. 
Over the 76 years of ministry, the LWML has lived through major challenges in our world and country, and even in their own organization. But through all the trials and uncertainties, the LWML has, pray, has placed their trust in God and have looked to Him for direction. Lives have been touched through their work, and people have received rest that comes from our Lord and Savior, Jesus. May we be encouraged in our witness by the witness of the LWML. There are, there are people all around us that struggle with, the, with insecurity in this fast-changing world. We have true rest to offer them in a God who loves them and gave His Son for them. Let's, re- let's live in this rest and share it with others. David lived in uncertainty, and so do we. David received from God a certain physical and emotional rest, and he also received a silence, a rest that nothing in this world of insecurity could take away from him. We have this same assurance as we live in this uncertain age. It is the gift we can stand on because our God is our rock and salvation, the one who loves us and sent his Son to redeem us, thereby restoring the right relationship with God. And so may we say daily, my soul, find silence in God alone. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We continue this morning by gathering our tithes and offerings. Now is a good time, whether you are a member or a guest with us, to sign in uh, with the red sign-in book that is found in your pews. Uh, Those who receive it on the windows, please send it back to the aisles. And the aisles, please tear off the top sheet and set it on top so that our elders may pick up those sheets after worship this morning. With that, we collect our tithes and offerings. The radio broadcast is made possible by donations to the radio ministry of Trinity Lutheran Church. Please contact the church office for how you can help. That number is 417-235-7300. Again, 235-7300. The mission of Trinity Lutheran Church is the preaching, teaching, baptizing, and sharing the love of Christ in our church, our community, and our world. A men's Bible study meets at 8 a.m. each Wednesday morning in the chapel. Several ladies' Bible studies meet during the week in the surrounding areas. For more information, call the church office at 417-235-7300. The Lutheran Hour is our church's witness to the public marketplace. Today's message is entitled, God Created, and the guest speaker is Reverend Perry Hart. Life is a precious gift. The guest speaker, Reverend Perry Hart, warns against our culture's devaluation of life and calls us to see ourselves and others as precious people created by God and redeemed by Christ. Read Genesis chapter 1, verse 27. We remember our seasoned saints that are 80 years and above. Alice Helmkamp, Barbara Steinberg, Doris Meyer, 
Elmer Kaiser, Evelyn Brock, Helen Fritz, Lena Bramer, Louise Hoansey, Nellie Stellwagen, Orville Osterlow, Robert Harris, and Wayne Fritz. <clears throat> Families of the week are the Ed Evett family, Ben Ferrand, Brandy Ferrand family, Donna Friedrichs, Ed Fritz family, Harmony Fritz family, John Fritz family, Oren Fritz, Wayne Fritz family, Bill Gaddy, Eric Gaddy family, and the Grant Gaddy family. And now we will soon rejoin the congregation to collect the offerings and begin the service of Holy Communion. As we begin, the Trinity Chimes Choir, made up of the older students of Trinity Lutheran School, will play Jesus Loves Me. And then the first communion hymn will be Beautiful Savior, King of Creation, page number 537 in the Lutheran Service Book. Again, that is Beautiful Savior, King of Creation, page number 537. In our prayers this morning, we have a few folks that we want to be sure to remember. First, for the family of Nancy McRoberts, and also for the family of Jeannie Stoltz, both of whom passed away this past week. Also, for those on our health list, from Melvin McCord, Landreth Worm, Ernest Shane, Janice Meyer, Myron Reed, Carol McIntyre, Oren Fritz, Ethel Helmkamp, Joan Haynes, Addison Trokey, Steve Doss, Becky Morgan, Wayne Towers, Bob Dotson, Elda Nelson, Bob Yelinek, Mark Fellwalk, Lauren Clybaker, Gary Magruder, Emma Conklin, Brenda Lawmaster, Rosemarie Dekoff, Elmer Kaiser, Maxine Hudson, Edith Harmon, Ellie Holly, Teresa Nelson, and for Lena Bremer. Also for those celebrating birthdays and anniversaries, uh, this week on October the 10th, Ted and Carol Dahlstrom will celebrate 31 years of marriage. And as I said, for the family of Nancy McRoberts and for Jeannie Stoltz, both of whom have passed away this past week. Please rise as we go to our Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the work of the Lutheran Women's Missionary League, that God would prosper its members' service as they consecrate their hands to work for the Savior, their feet to go on his missions, their voice to sing his praises, their lips to proclaim his redeeming love, and their will to do his will, committing every power of their life to the great task of bringing the lost into eternal fellowship with him. Lord, in your mercy for the preservation of marriage, that God would defend husbands and wives from every assault of the enemy. Support them, Lord, in their faithfulness and loving service to one another, and grant them joy in every time. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. We pray for grace that the church may always welcome little ones with joy, that nothing would hinder them from being brought to the Savior and blessed by being placed into his loving arms. 
Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer for all public servants and all who protect us, that they might be supported and upheld in every good deed. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer for those who work to bring peace, justice, health, and protection in this place and in every place. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer for those who bring offerings, those who do good works in this congregation, those who toil, those who sing, and all the people here present who await from the Lord great and abundant mercy. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For all, Lord, who are sick, hurt, lonely, and despairing, especially, Lord, for the family of Nancy McRoberts, for the family of Jeannie Stoltz, especially, Lord, for all those who are on our health list and for all those that we name before you in our hearts. We humbly pray that you would heal them in each and every way. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. We thank you for the blessings and joy that you have given to all who have birthdays this week. May they feel assured and ready for the year ahead, knowing that you have ordered their steps. We thank you also for all with anniversaries soon. We pray for Ted and for Carol, and we thank you for them. As your word says, a threefold cord is not easily broken. Continue to wrap yourself in our marriages and our families. We pray that you would keep all, that, that you might keep them and their marriage so hidden within you that all forces of evil would come to nothing. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. For grace, Heavenly Father, to partake faithfully of the body and blood of Christ with repentant hearts and a firm resolution to amend our sinful lives by the aid of the Holy Spirit. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Into your hands, O Lord, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And so, people of God, the Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks unto the Lord our God. It is right to give him thanks and praise. It is truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, O Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and everlasting God, for the countless blessings you so freely bestow on us and all creation. Above all, we give thanks for your boundless love shown to us when you sent your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, into our flesh and laid on him our sin, giving him into death that we might not die eternally. Because he has now risen from the dead and lives and reigns to all eternity, all who believe in him will overcome sin and death and will rise again to new life. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and singing.
O Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it, and he gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat. This is my body which is given for you. This too in remembrance of me. In the same way also we took the cup after supper, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, and said, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always. The children's Trinity Chimes will now play Jesus Loves Me.
Savior, the King of Creation, page number 537 of the Lutheran Service Book. Again, beautiful Savior, King of Creation, page number 537. Next communion hymn is Oh for a Thousand Tongues to Sing, found on page number 528. Again, Oh for a Thousand Tongues to Sing, page 528 of the Lutheran Service Book.
Our next communion hymn will be Draw Near and Take the Body of the Lord, found on page number 637. Again, Draw Near and Take the Body of the Lord, page number 637. Our next hymn will be Lord Jesus Christ, We Humbly Pray, found on page number 623. Again, Lord Jesus Christ, We Humbly Pray, found on page 623 of the Lutheran Service Book.
Please stand. Now may this, our Savior's body and blood, strengthen and preserve you in the one true faith until life that is everlasting. Depart in his peace and joy. Amen. Let us pray. Gracious God, our Heavenly Father, you have given us a foretaste of the feast to come in the Holy Supper of your Son's body and blood. Keep us firm in the true faith throughout our days of pilgrimage, that on the day of his coming we may, together with all your saints, celebrate the marriage feast of a Lamb in his kingdom, which has no end. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with his favor and give you his peace. Amen. It has been our pleasure to bring you this worship service from Trinity Lutheran Church in Freistadt, Missouri. We pray that you have benefited spiritually from this service and invite you to worship with us next Sunday morning at 10 a.m. If you are not able to be with us in person, we invite you to listen by means of this radio of this broadcast on www.freistadradio.com. We commend you to the loving care of our gracious Heavenly Father. May His love surround you and His mercy be evident to you in all things. Your announcer has been Carol Kleibaker. Have a blessed week.
Once again, a very special word of welcome to all guests and visitors. Thank you for being here today. And we pray that your time with us this morning was a blessed one as we worshiped the Lord together. Just a couple of reminders. Nominations uh, committee meets right after church here. Uh, church council is at 1.30 over in the fellowship hall. And please, if you give me just a couple of uh, minutes, I forgot my uh, sheets. Um, but the sign-ups for the small group Bible studies that will be beginning in, a, in, in about three weeks uh, will be up here on the table. So please come forward and look at those. And I highly encourage you to find one uh, that, that seems appealing to you uh, and to sign up for it as we, as a congregation, seek to get more into God's Word as His people. Uh, with that, I pray that you all have a very, very blessed week.